0: It is Wednesday, so that means another episode of WeatherWise is here for all of our listeners. And uh, I missed you guys last week. I wasn't here. I was off on Monday or on Wednesday, excuse me, so I wasn't able to uh, do the WeatherWise segment. Um, But I'm here. I'm back. And I'm alongside...
1: Meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. So, yes, I am still here, everybody.
0: And I am, of course, meteorologist Daniel Johnson. So... Uh, we are in the studio, and we're going to talk about a very important topic today because it's something we've all been experiencing lately in terms of the weather. And what we've been experiencing, of course, is the heat, and it's dangerous. It's a killer, and it actually is a leading killer.
1: Right, yeah, Ulysses? Yeah, it's definitely the the leading killer, but we're definitely going to break all that down a little more because it's, it's a leading killer, but not in a way that you... Think per se. True,
0: um, but we're doing this podcast because we want to let everyone know how important being aware of the heat is. Because a lot of people they underestimate the heat. They're kind of like, "Oh, a heat advisory and excessive heat warning. Yeah, we kind of get those every year. No big deal. I can handle it. Everything's fine." But the heat can overwhelm you so quickly. Um, even if you think you're staying hydrated enough. Even if you think you're taking it easy, um, when you have excessive heat day after day after day, you know, with temperatures uh, in the 90s and the heat index, that is what we've been talking about lately because the heat index, or you may hear some people explain it as the heat indices, the heat indices can go above 105, and that's when it starts to get, you know, extremely dangerous, and especially 110, and we've been having that here on Delmarva the past several days we had our first excessive heat warning uh, issued in the salisbury area on uh, monday the entire peninsula had an excessive heat warning with the exception of the beaches the beaches heat advisories and those heat advisories have continued through this week and at least the 90s have stuck around this week so i guess we can talk about before we get into the details then and how unfortunately how much the heat can affect us Let's compare the two Julys um, compared to this year and last year. Because a lot of people are comparing them and saying they're very similar. That we're having the heat waves around the same time and we're having the excessive heat warnings around the same time too. Uh, So if we talk about, do you want to start with last year or this year?
1: Well, whichever one you prefer, Daniel.
0: All right, yeah, let's just talk about this year so far.
1: Yep. All
0: right, so with uh, July 2020, our first 90-degree day was july 2nd and that was 90 degrees then the next day was 96 so that wasn't an official heat wave because the day after was only 89 so with a heat wave you need at least three days in a row again that's the mid-atlantic definition and it might vary depending um at least for our area three days in a row of, of temperatures at or above 90 and then we had that official extended heat wave that we're in the middle of right now and that began on the 17th of July um and here we are on the 22nd and it's continuing yeah so that's an extended this is our first extended heat wave like a really long one and the strongest heat wave too um and this makes it how many days I guess at or above 90 for July so far
1: well in Salisbury we're around 13 13 yeah. days right uh and then Georgetown at 12 but yeah 13 days definitely uh it's definitely actually less than what we had last year but that's it's definitely uh you know, the longest heat wave of the year so far. Uh, like, you know, Daniel mentioned the first excessive heat warning of the year. Uh, so, you know, we're definitely feeling that pinch here. Uh, remember, like we said a couple months ago, be careful what you wish for. I know back mm-hmm. in April and May it was so cool. Yeah. And people wanted summer to get here. And it's now it's here. It's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. But uh, no, yes, absolutely, though. Definitely the 90s here. Uh, we've seen, like you said, the strongest heat so far. We've seen more of those mid to upper 90s so far as we've gone into this last heat wave here. So, you know, we are definitely now in the official dog days of summer now with these temperatures here on Del Marva. So, uh, uh, and then if we want to compare it to last year, last year we did have more uh, already days in the 90s at this time. We were already up to 18. Um, in Georgetown and 17 in Salisbury. Also, what's interesting if you were to take things a little more is that the excessive heat warnings pretty much happened in the exact same time last year yeah. as they did this year. So pretty much the exact same dates, uh, maybe just an extra day earlier, but still the exact same time frame as last year. So that's uh, two years in a row where we're having that consistency when it comes to the first excessive heat wave. On Del Marva, and uh, you know, even comparing it a little bit closely to last year, uh, you know, the similar trend always happens. Northern Del Marva gets the excessive heat wave first, heat warning first, and then uh, you know, eventually the southern part joins in, usually the day after.
0: And don't get me started on that. But no, <laughs> Mount Holly. I mean, of course, Del Marva. We're, we're kind of we're split in half between two different weather offices. So if you ever see us on the news or forecasting and you see northern delmarva has an excessive heat warning but southern delmarva has nothing i know that can be very confusing um it just they have we have the same criteria it's just northern delmarva we'll explain why they're a little more proactive because northern delmarva their number one killer is heat Mm -hmm. here on delmarva so the number one killer um for the northern half of the peninsula is heat. Now, overall, heat is the number one killer um, when you look at the average yeah. um, overall. The, the 10-year and the 30-year average, heat has killed a lot, a lot more people on average. Um, so northern Delmarva just has that excessive heat warning that a lot of people, um, that they're just really proactive with issuing. Now, it doesn't mean southern Delmarva is wrong and, and waiting to issue. Um, they just issue it a little bit earlier, northern Delmarva. So that can be a little bit confusing sometimes uh, when you can see that on our map. Uh, But just really quickly, back to the 90-degree days that Ulysses was mentioning, 13 so far uh, this July, which makes 59%, if I'm doing my math right, it's been a while since I've been in college, but 59% of July so far uh, has been at or above 90. Uh, Last July, 77% at this point. Uh, so last July statistically was hotter, but we seem to be following like in a similar way when it comes to the actual heat waves and when the excessive heat warnings are issued. But that makes sense statistically. July is the hottest month.
1: Yes, that's just the way it is. Yes. Right. Yeah, July is the hottest month of the year. Uh, and you know what? I mean, what's a little more interesting though is that our uh, our morning our low temperatures uh comparing last year to this year uh here at least for Salisbury we have actually not seen a low temperature below 65 degrees but if you compare that to last year we actually did have a few mornings in the below 65 so um it's just interesting that even already th- actually we've only had one i'm sorry on one day at 65 or below which was on the 15th but still a little bit more last year despite last year's heat was actually a little bit more intense and a little more frequent so that's also a very interesting note that yet our mornings uh we're not we're not getting that break in the mornings. no Uh, and that's
0: the problem i mean that's part of the reason why we have the excessive heat warning and that's the difference between a heat advisory and excessive heat warning now of course heat advisory has like a number associated with it so a heat index of 105 um, to 109. And then excessive heat warning is 110 heat index or higher. Um, however, when you see an excessive heat watch issued, so an excessive heat is usually two days or longer with those heat indices, like at 110 or greater, or when you're not getting any relief at night. And right. that's what Ulysses is mentioning. Uh, Georgetown, Sunday night, had a low of 80. I mean, that is so warm. That's, you're not even getting a break. And I remember I actually posted on social media Sunday night that the heat index was still in the 90s for almost all of us at midnight (laughs) Sunday night into Monday morning. So, um, you know, I'm kind of like laughing at it, but it's not a laughing, you know, scenario because people are dying from this. There are people that don't have air condition. Uh, There are people living outside. Um, So we open cooling centers. Uh, The government does the best they can to do that which by the way, we did open a cooling center on, on Monday and those options are available uh, for the most part and will be lasting, you know, and available as long as, as they can be. But this heat, it gets dangerous when it gets this, you know, hot and when it doesn't break, you know, at night. Yeah. Um, so I think we pretty much reviewed the two, the two Julys Correct. this year and 2019, both having excessive heat, both having dangerous heat waves. And I mentioned that northern Delmarva, the number one killer, the most frequent killer is heat. Yes. Um, So I guess we can get into that a little more on, you know, statistic-wise, a look at the number, and I guess we can eventually explain what you meant, Ulysses, by, yes, heat is the number one killer, but it hasn't been recorded as long. Correct. As other. That's
1: really pretty much the main reason. Yeah.
0: And we'll we'll get into that too, but, um, yeah, so... One interesting tidbit, I love how I threw tidbits in there because Ulysses yeah. does weather tidbits, <laughs> yeah. um, that southern, I told you northern Delmarva, heat is the number one killer. So you might be saying, but what about southern Delmarva? And that includes Salisbury. Um, an interesting tidbit is, what is that killer for the southern portions? Rip currents. Yeah, rip currents. Um, and they're both summer time R- related, related. Yeah. Uh, So that just goes to show you how dangerous the summer can be. Uh, but we just want to reiterate how important it is to take it easy in the heat, and we're going to go over more tips on how to stay cool, how to beat the heat. Uh, once we go through some of these stats, because it gets dangerous. There are just I just can't believe the amount of you know the deaths that have happened um, over the years because of heat. People don't. I'm not saying people aren't heeding the warnings. There are just people that have to work outside. Right. You know, there are people that live outside. There are people that are going swimming um, and thinking going swimming is keeping you cool. And they might not drink as much water as they should. Um, Going in the water is not going to keep you refreshed. It's not going to keep your body hydrated. Uh, You need to drink the water. So that's, you know, a huge um, tip that we, we always talk about. So Northern Delmarva, heat related, but overall heat is just the number one killer. So that's what we're just trying, we're trying to push that. And then rip currents, again, that's probably for a different podcast, but um, overall, and it's probably because of the beaches of Assateague and Ocean City, um, huge tourist attractions and locations, of course, rip currents, unfortunately, lead to, um, you know, frequent deaths uh, on our beaches. So, but let's talk about the heat, because that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely, the heat. Definitely the the heat. Uh, So, like you mentioned, though, it's the average. So, it's not... Like Daniel just mentioned previously, it's actually not been a recorded stat until the mid-1980s is when yeah. they started calculating casualties, uh, fatalities when it comes to the heat and the cold.
0: 1986, right? Yes, that 1986. Was, that was a good year. I was
1: born that year. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> born, Dating so, myself. I was born two years later. So, oh, got it. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, that's when, the, that's when the, the cold fatalities became a stat. So, okay. 1988. And then actually, I think uh, 1986, also winter fatalities became a stat as well with the heat. But yes, so since 1986, yes, uh, you know, totally, you know, because the records go back all the way to 1940, the most common is lightning, then followed by flood, tornadoes, and then in fourth place, it's heat fatalities, and then hurricanes. But in the 10-year and also in the 30-year average, it has been heat fatalities have and especially when it comes to the 30 the the 30 year average it's beginning to outpace the other ones as you know fairly quickly so yeah. definitely the the heat is definitely the most serious one it's the most concerning because it's going up a lot quicker than all the other fatalities and I th- and I know Daniel and I we were talking about this off air and I think the reason it has to do is you know a lot of the fact that it's, you know just the weather you know obviously with the heat you're still doing activities you're still doing your you know your chores you're going to work like Daniel just mentioned uh, compared to the, all the other type of weathers, you know, uh, you know, you usually stay home. Like for hurricanes, you know, you get the warnings, everything shuts down. Right. You have really nothing to do. Uh, obviously, a tornado, you can definitely tell when the weather's is, def- you know, deteriorating. Uh, same thing with the flood, and then lightning. You know, uh, you know, it's been mentioned, you know, verbatim. You know, when thunder roars, go indoors. so Same thing when the weather, you know, noticing the weather is crumbling. Yeah. Um, you stay away, and that's probably why those fatalities are down. The heat, on the other hand. You know, it's just, you know, like you said, some people downplay it or it's just, it's not, you know, you don't usually stay indoors. You still have to go do things. Things right. are still open. Yeah. And obviously, you know, fatalities happen. And most of these obviously are sadly those car deaths. Exactly. And involving most of the time, it's usually children.
0: Yeah. And these heat deaths might not just be because of heat. It could be heat related mm-hmm. in terms of, let's say, there's an elderly person that lives, you know, next door to me who again, this is hypothetical, who might be 90 years old. She might have severe asthma. The air quality might be code orange or code red. So the combination of those high dew points and the high heat and her asthma, perhaps that can contribute you know, to deaths. Uh, you can have heart attacks because um, of the heat and the stress it can put on your body. So again, heat is just one of those things I think sneaks up on us. That's a good way to describe it. It yeah. kind of sneaks up on a lot of us, and even though we take it seriously and we issue these heat warnings, it just sometimes we, don't th- we think we're fine, but we might not be. So um, to give you some numbers, just some exact numbers, on lightning fatalities, 9,000-ish, about 9,400. And then when you look at the heat fatalities, again, this is overall, about 4,200. So 9,000 compared to 4,000. But, as Ulysses mentioned, again, that is total number where lightning is or where heat is not as high as lightning. But that's because lightning fatalities were calculated starting back in the 40s. Heat wasn't calculated until the 80s, so of course those numbers will be lower. But when you average the past 30 years, heat is number one. Even in the past 10 years, heat is number one. So that goes to show you how powerful the heat is and the problems that it causes so again we cannot stress how important it is uh, to stay safe um, to drink lots of water and just to do your best to beat the heat Um, because it's summertime Ulysses and unfortunately looking into the future I don't see the heat breaking as much we might have some days in the upper 80s or so but I see more 90s in the near future so I don't see that going going away anytime soon Um, So again, we can go over a few tips really quickly. The excessive heat, again, especially dangerous when it lingers for more than one day. And that's what we've been seeing. Um, And as Ulysses mentioned, the warm nights, um, not getting a break. So always check on your friends, check on your family and your neighbors during heat waves, especially those who may not have air condition. Uh, Wear light loose-fitting clothing, drink a lot of water. You have to drink extra water on hot days. Uh, to stay hydrated and uh, do not wait until you're thirsty and we all make that mistake you know not drinking um, and avoid unnecessary hard work outside again a lot of people are working outside and can't help it you just need to stay hydrated the best you can and stay in an air-conditioned area yeah. as, as, as long as you can too
1: and take breaks take
0: breaks yeah and I left an important tip out and it involves our pets yeah you want to talk about that what should you never do with pets or kids
1: Leave them in the car. Yeah, and then obviously when it comes to pets, uh, obviously you know the whole um, walking on the sidewalks or yeah. asphalt. Asphalt. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, what is it? You put up, you put your the back of your hand on yeah. the asphalt for five seconds, and if you feel the burned, and that means your pet's paws will also feel it. So, yeah, yeah don't forget your pets as well. Uh, you know, keep them de- you know hydrated. Mm-hmm. Keep you know keep them indoors. Right. Uh, Try to avoid. Yeah, I mean, they have sweat glands and stuff, but uh, you know, they they also need to be taken care of.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. And again, never leave them in a car. Never leave your kids in a car. Always look in the back seat before you lock. We always say, look before you lock your car. Uh, That's just another little tidbit, little thing we we throw out there. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, we've been in a dangerous heat wave right now, and this heat wave has been continuing. It's still going. It is so hot and humid out there today. Um, it does look like we could be getting a bit of a break. Perhaps we could break this heat wave by Friday or Saturday. But the heat looks to come back again as we head into next week. Um, So those are those tips. Uh, Wallops Island even broke a record high temperature early this week. Some areas got very close to hitting 100. Um, And, again, with heat being the number one killer, we thought it was important to do... A podcast specifically on that now of course we've had podcasts in the past where we've talked about the heat and heat waves but this is our first you know excessive yes uh, heat wave that we've had um and i had the cdc guidance pulled up too that's looking ahead into the future at least the next eight to 14 days which takes you to the very end of july it just has us in the red above average temperatures so the heat's continuing is there anything else important that I may have left out about deaths or anything else? Oh, that we should I think you know, like know? Uh,
1: you know, like the whole look before you lock. Uh, sometimes you know, you want to like leave something that you'll always remind yourself. Maybe, uh, obviously, for women, uh, you know, a purse. Yeah. I guess for men, if you really want to, I guess you could toss your wallet, and then that way would, that would help. Yeah. So. Something uh, you need. Something, something important. Tevi- something that you definitely need, obviously. Um, You know, just, you know, put it in the back seat, obviously, if you have a child or a pet, so that way, you know, while you're collecting that item, then you realize, oh, okay, like, here's the, you know, the kid or the pet.
0: Right. Oh, I know I left out something. I just wanted to go over the symptoms really quickly. You know, the difference between heat exhaustion and heat stroke, Mm -hmm. because these are the things that happen when your body is overwhelmed. So, with heat exhaustion, which isn't as serious, but it's still very serious, uh... you might start to feel faint or you might start to feel dizzy uh, excessive sweating but your skin might be kind of cool to the touch or you might have clammy and pale skin you could be feeling nauseous and you may be vomiting as well and this is one big difference you might have a rapid but weak pulse um, so a fast one but it's kind of weak and then muscle cramps you could be have kind of cramping up there um, as well. Uh, and then heat stroke um, is more of a throbbing headache and you might actually become confused. Yes. Uh, and then you actually technically won't be sweating. And that's a big sign of heat stroke. Uh, your body temperature might be above 103 at this point. So.
1: Which is, is hyperthermia.
0: Oh yeah. Um, so you're gonna have, you know, red, hot, and dry skin. Yeah. And just like heat exhaustion, you could be nauseous most likely and vomiting but this time you'll have a rapid pulse just like heat exhaustion but it's going to be a strong one Uh, of course and you may lose consciousness so um, with heat stroke always call 911 immediately with heat exhaustion try to get to a cooler air-conditioned place drink plenty of water and you might have to call 911 in that case too if if the person's not improving
1: yeah or if, you know, or if they have an underlying condition yeah. when they're having that, because you don't know what, uh, what other effect that could have.
0: Exactly, and if you don't know the person, or even if you know the person and you don't know what to do, call 911. Yes. I mean, and they'll give you tips and, and help you out. But again, a heat wave, it's abnormally hot and humid weather, lasting for about three days or longer. Excessive heat, usually when we see those excessive heat warnings issued, when you have at least two days, of heat index at or above 110. so again these heat waves can occur anywhere in the country um and it's the number one killer yeah so take care of yourselves your family your friends your neighbors and do your best to stay cool because the summer is continuing and it doesn't look to to break and it's similar to last summer and we remember how hot that summer was
1: yeah last summer yeah definitely we had a record for 90 degree days and it definitely uh you know, we definitely sell those records fall and heck, and heck, and even it made its way all the way into October too. So, uh, yeah. You know, so even once we get to September, we might, not, we might not be completely done yet. So, all
0: right. All right. So, that's it for this podcast. Hopefully, we were able to give you guys some tips and let you know some details about how, how unfortunately, heat is a big killer. So, thanks again for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of
1: weather tidbits where we yep. bring you weather tidbits oh weather wise where we give you a bit more of that weather wisdom everybody uh-huh i'll be watching you ulysses and <laughs> his
0: weather tidbits <laughs> all right thanks guys